Watch it again in slow motion. Maybe you don't want the broil eggs this way. Brand X, brand Y, brand Z. Get with it, kids! Look at this amazing demonstration. My name's Kofi Adu. I'm a junior strategist here in the BYU Ad Lab Advertising Program. I'm from Modesto, California, and I'm a yeah, junior in the program, but this is like technically my senior year, so I'm kind of like a super senior. And I'm just excited to be here and share some thoughts about strategy and ad lab and passion stuff. So that's tight. I like how you're doing this. Sick. Um, I guess I'll do mine. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've yeah. never introduced myself <laughs> before. Here we go. Um, hi, I'm Christian Smith. Um, I'm a junior art director in the ad lab. And today I'm interviewing Kofi about being a strategist in the ad lab. So, Kofi, like, first of all, like, what brought you to the ad lab? Yeah, that's a that's a great question, actually, because I didn't know what I was doing when I told my parents I didn't want to be an orthodontist anymore, what they thought they were going to get out of me. So I feel like I was just like on this journey between business and like marketing, entrepreneurship. I know I wanted to do something in the business field, um, but I realized I suck at math and finance. So I found my way to the ad lab. I found communications and I thought advertising might be kind of a good medium um, to pursue because I saw it was like creative, but there's also, you know, like a mix of business and like business management. Um, which I felt like I could contribute to. So when I found strategy, it was like the perfect fit for me. And I kind of like how the ad lab has become almost like a home for misfits, for people that don't know their place in like the specific majors and schools here at BYU. Um, but it's kind of like a safe space for kind of everyone that doesn't really know where to go. I feel like they can find a place in advertising. So when did you like find out you wanted to do strategy and like what 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 about strategy like drew you to it yeah so um i remember the ad lab made some videos about like the different emphasis emphases um within advertising and i think when i was drawn to strategy was when i was actually talking to the senior strategists out of the events that were were being held and i was like reading some books listen to some books about advertising and this one this one article I read I think I don't even think it was in a book it was talking about how almond milk made a comeback through being placed in the refrigerator instead of within like the dry food section like it was before um, so I just think like changing the perception on almond milk um, like boosted its sales I thought that was really cool like just framing something original in a different way was something I could see myself doing and like find joy and fulfillment in. Um, and it's like a fun challenge, fun creative way to like think of something old, but like bring it to life in a new way. So 
they told me, oh, yeah, you'll have strategy then. So I was like, all right, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of how I found strategy. And ever since I found it, I mean, I don't want to look back. So Okay, sec. And since, like, becoming a strategist, have you, like, found out that that's even more, like, what you want to do? Has that been, like, like, every time you, like, learn more about what you're doing, is that, like, confirmed? Yeah. Yeah. So... Within the ad lab strategy is just kind of in one, they kind of group us all together. But as I've done more research and talked to strategists in the industry, there are so many different types of strategy. I mean, mm-hmm. you've got digital strategy, brand strategy, um, influencer strategy, content strategy, creative strategy. And I just learned about integrated strategy. Um, so, I mean, there's so many different ways to go within strategy. So I think that kind of opens a whole another realm of doors, mm-hmm. just being a strategist. Um, if you don't like what you're doing in the lab, doesn't mean you might not. You'll, you'll probably find something you might be more passionate about in the industry because there are just so many different types within different agencies. Mm-hmm. So I think it's fun to kind of be exploring uh, the different sides of strategy and, and where it can take you. So as like a strategist in the ad lab, what are you involved with? Like, what do you do as a strategist in the ad lab right now? So currently in the ad lab doing strategy, it looks more like a blend of brand strategy and integration strategy, which is Mm -hmm. finding the brand insight, kind of like what makes a brand or product unique or service unique, and then matching it with the target market insight, like the human consumer truth. Um, so you're kind of doing like both sides of of strategy where you're, you know, piecing together these puzzles of how a brand can resonate even deeper within a specific target. Mm-hmm. So that's what I love, kind of combining that and like seeing, you know, where creative direction can really go. Yeah. And then presenting that to creatives is, is really fun because they get ideas so fast and like you, they think of things in different ways. And I, I love inspiring creativity. I think it's really cool mm-hmm. to see light bulbs connect and collaboration and mm-hmm. bouncing ideas, ideating. It's, it's probably the funnest part of strategy. So in like the last month you've been working with, have you been working with Rachel for the recruiting fair? Yeah. It was like yeah. you and Rachel, right? Yeah, so that started in August, actually. In August? Oh, yeah. Okay. So like last is that okay August. if we talk about that for like a little bit? Um, yeah. Yeah, let's let's go into that. Um, uh-huh. So Pat, famous Pat, um, <laughs> reached out to Rachel about helping plan Sundance at the beginning of fall semester last year. Mm-hmm. And... Me and Rachel have been through everything together. I mean, she's, <laughs> she's amazing strategist, amazing person. I'm grateful to, to work with her. Oh, yeah. Um, so Rachel then dragged me into it <laughs> um, to help plan Sundance recruiting fair for our seniors this year. And it was, it was an intense process. I mean, a, not a lot got done um, that fall semester, but as soon as we got back from winter break, mm-hmm. it was just crunch time. You know, it was getting creative teams, delegating a lot of stuff, quick turnarounds, ideating even before that on such a quick 
um, deadline to get books out, posters out, emails out, putting together recruiting lists, and then not even touching like the actual event yet. It was getting to the event as we got closer was getting vans ready. Um, Rachel did a lot of the background work with hotels and where the recruiters are actually going to be staying, mm-hmm. reserving tables, rooms for where the the recruiting fair would take place. It was it was a lot of moving pieces. And um, looking back, it's it's incredible to see what we pulled off, and it's incredible that it happens every year. And I'm so grateful for a program that's willing to go above and beyond to help place students and give them jobs. I mean, I don't think another program does it like us and the fact that we are so involved, it's usually like a student staff team that will put it together. Like they're all getting paid. Like there's like upper management people in their offices where they're reaching out to people while in our boat, it's kind of just Pat and Jeff reaching Mm -hmm. out to those connections they formed for years mm-hmm. and then giving them the opportunity to to meet us and giving us the chance to to get in front of them. So, mm-hmm. Did that put was, pressure on you, like knowing that Pat and Jeff had these relationships? Like you were handling like their friends essentially and like bringing them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt that the, almost, it kind of hit me the morning of, I was like, I mean, when they're coming in for breakfast and... I was like, oh, they're here. The recruiters are here. They're actually, like, coming. They're, like, they came all this way to, you know, see, you know, these kids that they have no idea about. But then kind of as the day went on while we were up there, I was like, oh, they're they're normal people, too. Like, they're, they're not just these recruiters. They're not just these titles. They're people with, you know, souls and values and personalities and just seeing those come out throughout the day was was really interesting. So mm-hmm. it was fun to get to know them on a personal level. That's cool. Um, okay, we're going to pivot now towards um, towards your work with, like, Evelyn. Oh, yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. I I love everything we've, we've been able to put together almost like this past year. Um can you say like what like how did it start like what's the idea how did it start yeah. like where is it at now? So Evelyn wanted to produce um, a piece of content. We didn't know what it was. We kept it broad as we were you know brainstorming um, last winter semester. It was like right after Black History Month last year, so like February March. We were like, let's make something that's not in Black History Month because we want to show Black history different time of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of like our idea, like something with diverse inclusion. And then throughout the semester, things came up, new projects came, so we kind of put on the back burner. And then um, spring came. I went to New York for a study trip experience. And when we came back, we were like, okay, let's let's regroup. Uh, Harrison was involved very early in the beginning. Harrison Brownell, great content creator. Evelyn, a copywriter, just great team of creatives. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we called, I think we called the project Blind Spot before we broke up um, for, the, for the summer. 
um, be just highlighting, you know, the different side, you know, the things we don't think about, kind of like the unconscious bias within racial relations. Um, we met with different sociology professors to talk about kind of like their insight, their what they've perceived at BYU and outside of BYU um, within the different races here and how it impacts education. So a lot of my role was interviewing students of color, um, putting out surveys, just kind of understanding the experience of, of the Black voice and Black perspective at this university. Um, but we, creatively, we didn't really know what we were doing um, <laughs> yet until that summer. And then we had an idea, but PNG took it and produced it. They didn't take right. Like we're not. I'm not accusing them of taking our idea. Like there's it's very separate, obviously. Uh -huh. But they produced pretty much the piece we wanted to make. Oh, gotcha. um, and they did a, an excellent job. I mean, it's probably one of my favorite pieces on social commentary. It's called The Look, if you're out there, um, want to check it out and go see it. Um, so we're like, all right, we can't compete with that. <laughs> so we pivoted to a multimedia campaign. Still don't know why we did that. We, we thought we had all summer to produce it, and things came up. And we were like, we, we made it bigger as, as we kind of went forward. Um, so we just want to make a lot of different touch points. Then we're like, all right, let's release it for Black History Month 2020. Um, and we we pushed Blindspot to a video, a social media campaign, a website with the landing page with information. And then um, we're also doing kind of like a digital signage um, content as well to go around BYU. Um, and it's just highlighting, you know, the experience of a person of color, black student at BYU. And in, my, in our research, we saw that the biggest trends we saw were feeling alone, standing out, and then um, just being like inherently different, like not being able to relate with, you know, white culture, white um, perspectives on, on different issues. So, um, creatively we produced that through, you know, those different executions. Um, we've had collaboration with Professor Kutri and several different creative teams. So many people helped out and, um, it's going to be released February 18th. So we're, cool. we're excited to awesome. kind of see it all come together. We've worked with BYU communications team, so we'll be getting them the final executions here soon. That's awesome. So you've been working with, um, like, programs outside of communications. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. okay. it's, it's been an experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you tell me, like, why is it important that people, like, pay attention to this? Yeah. Um, I think the biggest reason is everyone has a different perspective on how they see the world. Um, at BYU, that's very homogenous, um, not just because it's mostly white, but it's also mostly LDS, and almost anything outside of that is almost seen as threatening or wrong, and we just wanted to help the majority of students who aren't the most culturally competent understand, you know, that there is unconscious bias, that 
there are things students of color, specifically black students, um, experience that maybe white students will never experience in their life just because they don't have to think about things like that. Mm -hmm. um, kind of a simile I've seen in my life and just working with Rachel, Rachel's allergic to peanuts. She has to think about ingredients in different foods everywhere she goes where I'm not allergic to peanuts. I don't have to worry about, you know, issues like that. I see a brownie, I pick it up, I eat it, you know. Mm -hmm. She's, you know, what's in there? What was it cooked in? What kind of oil? And or even what kind of kitchen did it exactly? Come from? Yeah. yeah, there's so many implications and complexities. Mm -hmm. Whereas with black students, it's it's the same issues compared to white students. And in our research, we found that black students at BYU not only are they 0.532 percent of the population here, but they are half half time more likely to drop out, um, not drop out of college, but not like not complete their education at BYU. Hmm. Um, due to these, you know, social factors. And we really want to highlight that, just shed light on an issue that's been so apparent for so long mm -hmm. um, and just kind of bring that to light and bring attention to, you know, this issue that's happening here. Mm -hmm. So for, for people who do want to, like, be better, like, what can they start doing right now? Yeah. That's, um, like, appropriate. Because mm -hmm, I know there. a lot of people try... To do things and it like doesn't really work out for them for so. sure yeah that's kind of our call to action um the last line in our video is allies can make the difference um and really what being an ally means to me is just getting to know people on a personal level and not limiting them or labeling them or putting them in a box mm -hmm. or kind of just putting feeler questions out there to know how to associate with them, but just getting to know different types of people on a more personal level. I mean, just sparking that conversation can change someone's whole day, you know? So, mm -hmm. I mean, it comes with just simply like what this university stands for is being Christ-like. And I think mm -hmm. that's kind of what it boils down to is treating everyone like a human being. So, mm -hmm. uh, simple. I mean, it's not that complex. It's not yeah. that deep. But um, it it doesn't happen enough, unfortunately. Yeah, no, that's true. So when you first got into the program, um, I like I just see, and I think a lot of other people see that you're just like a really active person in the program. <laughs> like you have just been involved with like everything, and. I think a lot of people want to be more involved, oh, yeah. but they might not have like the courage or like don't know how. So like, like mm -hmm. what are your like how to's to like get better involved? Um, really, I guess. Oh, how to's? I guess it's like making yourself available. Um, I really prioritized this program because I saw all the opportunities. That could happen with it. Um, just seeing some of the seniors from like two, three years ago, our TA, um, AC, and like his journey in advertising. Um, I just feel like I value the program a lot in my eyes. And I saw that it was a great opportunity to like better learn and understand myself um, and also other people. So... I, I just kind of, not like I dropped everything in my life. Like, I obviously still have a job, 
still love soccer, still try to, you know, keep up with relationships and stuff. But um, I really just made myself available to take on different projects um, and just really understand the people I'm working with. Um, I learned that from Evelyn. She's great with that, and I hope to emulate that in the future. Um, but there are just so many opportunities and projects and whether it's, you know, like cleaning up chairs after an ad lab meeting or helping, you know, draft a brief for a client, you know, like I think just showing your dedication and you, you get you get I feel like you get how much you put in, you know, mm -hmm. um, to whatever it is. So I, I saw how, you know, valuable, you know, some of these relationships relationships could be um, and I hope to continue to, you know, foster those in the future. When you say you, like, make yourself available, does that mean, like, you hang around the ad lab more, or do you respond to more Slack messages? Yeah. Yeah, kind of both. So, actually, I've had, I feel like I've had more people reach out to me than <laughs> I've reached out to them, which, yeah. I don't know, I feel like a part of it is being Black in the ad lab. I mean, a lot of people want diversity in their, in their projects, so yeah. it. I'm saying it did it probably did help, you know, get to know a lot more of the senior creatives, help them with their stuff and their shoots. Um, but I think it's also just showing and talking to people about what you can bring to the table, like what you want to do. And yeah, responding to people on Slack always helps. People always want extras. I feel like I have almost like a modeling slash acting portfolio <laughs> now too that I can even put together. Um, but there, there are also a lot of people, you know, that just want to chat and talk in the lab. And I think when you make yourself available like that in the lab, just hanging out or collaborating with people, meeting up, chatting, mm -hmm. um, they can see that different side of you and, you know, bring you on to whatever. Yeah. So I've seen a lot of stuff like that happen and I'm like, okay, now I'm on this project. Yeah. Let's, let's go see what happens. So, so what are the opportunities that you've um, gotten to be a part of as being a in the AAF presidency, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was a kind of another thing. I just kind of threw my name on the Slack list. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know what would come from it, but now I am have 8 a.m. meetings like every other week. <laughs> Who's that with? Who else is um, that? That's with Whitney, our president, Whitney Merrill, um, Jameson and Lauren, and then we all meet with Kevin Kelly uh -huh. in his office. And really those meetings just have been more management-based with budgets, with um, planning activities, mm -hmm. and just realizing, trying to see what's the best way to work with within the ad lab leadership um, and support them in, in their goals. So mm -hmm. a lot of that is creating opportunities for um, ad lab students to, you know, get in front of recruiters. Um, we have a few things planned this semester to, you know, do agency visits and uh, like a student expo. Mm -hmm. So those will be in Salt Lake and we're excited to, to see those come. Sick. Is there anything else you want to, like advice you want to give to <laughs> the newcomers in the ad lab, the junior juniors? Um, yeah, I was 
two things on my mind when I think of like the ad lab. It's like um, really just no. I feel like there's like this like perfectionism. I don't know if that's just BYU like trickling in, like BYU culture trickling into the program. But honestly, like we're all trying to figure it out. Like none of us really know exactly what we're doing. We're just trying. And I think if you just show that you're trying, people respect that and will want to work with you. I mean, advertising is so collaborative. Um, being a team player helps. I played soccer my whole life, so I feel like that's been ingrained in me. <laughs> um, and then, like, also, like, not, like, I know this kind of count contradicts what I talked about earlier, but, like, not losing what makes you you. Um, you don't have to sell your soul to advertising or to the ad lab. Mm -hmm. You know, still pursue your hobbies, your passions, your interests. Like, don't lose that side of you because that's what sets you apart from everyone else, all the other people getting jobs. Um, so recruiters want to see that side. So keep developing that. But also, you know, take the time to, you know, grind out those projects, come up with cool ideas, do that research, make that. I don't know, flow chart, budgeting <laughs> lists, consumer journey map, um, and just like uh, work hard, have fun, work hard, play hard kind of thing. So make sure you can try to balance both of those things. It mm -hmm. sounds, sounds easy, but we, I'm struggling with that. So <laughs> I think we all are. Uh, yeah, I like forget <laughs> which groups I'm on. Honestly. <laughs> Like, oh, we're meeting right now? Okay. <laughs> I, I was at the recruiting fair, and I turned, Landon and I were both talking to one recruiter. Mm -hmm. And I turned, and I was like, yeah, I'm working, working with Landon right now on CarMax. And as I said it, I was like, in my head, I'm like, I'm not working on a project Hold with up. Landon and CarMax. <laughs> and where did that come from? But it was in front of the recruiters. Both of us didn't say anything. Just went with it. Yeah, we just, like, went with it. And he's like, yeah, sure. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Is there anything else you, uh, um, Effie's in Haley's class? Yeah, so that's um, kind of like a case competition, um, which like the whole class is just based on that competition. We're just working on one brief. It's under NDA, so I can't talk much about it. <laughs> um, but it's it's really cool to see the client trying to reposition themselves in a new way. Um, so that's been a fun challenge to work around. Um, I feel like it's pushing my strategy capabilities somewhere that I haven't really explored yet. Mm -hmm. So a lot of that research has been, you know, brand new, like uncharted territory. So, I mean, I, I wasn't sure if I was actually going to take the class or not, but I'm glad I did. And I hope we can go far mm -hmm. in the competition. That's cool. <laughs> I love being a part of secret award class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't talk about it much, yeah. but hopefully, you know, yeah. if we, we go far, we can then see what happens. <laughs> Bring back some hardware. Love winning, so. <laughs> yeah, Fill the case again. Mm -hmm. And maybe put your own name on it instead of BYU. <laughs> I didn't know that until we were submitting all this stuff for the Addies, and they're like, oh, yeah, to put the BYU ad lab on the trophy. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't take your thing, I guess. Dang it. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. This program has given us so much, so. 
grateful to be a part yeah of exactly it. like anything we give but, back uh, is like pretty much what we owe anyway yeah. <laughs> my sister says like the pressure is a privilege and that's kind of something i've been thinking about like you know, we worry about being on too many projects or like, what are we going to choose? Are we going to go on the study abroad? Like there are all these like options and, mm-hmm. you know, resources available. So yeah, it's, it's stressful, but I mean, there are things I would rather, I wouldn't want to stress about mm-hmm. with than the things that we have now. So yeah, um, the pressure is a privilege and I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it. Thanks, Kofi. Anytime, Christian. <laughs> Anytime. Got the message. Remember the amazing demonstration. What happened?